I don't know why I always say it with you. I'm like, I don't know. It's important to me, though. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Cool. So, do we all remember where we left off last time, or do we need a recap? Let's do a recap. Give us a little recap. Good idea. Um, So, in the last hour, we had... um, Siobhan, Martha, Adam, and Hawk awake with Mariah and Zoe having gone off to bed to Mm -hmm. sleep off the events of the previous hour. Um, Martha had sort of her flashback episode, and then Martha and Siobhan, at the end of this most recent hour, um, hour six, said that they were going to be headed off to bed. So... Just for sake of consistency, like, that's where we were last time. But if you guys have changed your minds and decided you want to be awake for this hour, that's fine. You'll just have to say something to the effect of, I changed my mind. <laughs> As for, people you know, are want to for do. For canon's sake. Yeah. As folks are want As to do. sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Okay. Um, however, if Siobhan or Martha choose to stay awake for this hour, you will have been awake for enough hours that you'll start seeing negative effects in your roles. Sure. But again, that doesn't have to necessarily stop you. There are two hours remaining in the eight-hour window. Um, Not that, you know, exciting things can't happen outside of that, but that's where we're at. Okie dokie. Cool. So I was sleeping. You slept this past hour. There we go. That's what I wanted to make sure, so I can be awake now. Okay, that was what I was... In hour six, you and Zoe were asleep. That's what I thought. Okay. Yep. Cool, cool, cool. Very good. So we're going into hour seven now. Very good. All right. Now. So what do you guys want to do? I was going to say, hoo-hoo. So I wake up. <laughs> oh, okay. Just like that? <laughs> well, <laughs> how do you wake up, Alex? Um, I don't know, but, like, <laughs> it would make sense to me if somebody, like, woke you up, like, sort of chain shifts or something, or maybe you set some sort of 90s alarm. I don't know. Or maybe you just sort of, like, were restless the past hour and hear other people coming back down to bed. Like, give me some flavor text here. Okay, so... It was a fitful hour's rest. Tossing and turning in a little sleeping bag. Uh, it's, um... Drinking plus being in the woods plus large amounts of stress don't really make for uh, restful sleep. So, sort of been drifting in and out of consciousness and sort of like I said, thrashing around in the little sleeping bag from time to time for the past hour. So eventually, um, one of the little drifts out, or drifts out of sleep, uh, goes on for a little long, and I kind of give up and decide that I'm probably not about to fall back asleep anytime soon, so I might as well stop <laughs> pretending and just go ahead and get up. Fair enough. There's a chill in the air. <laughs> Oh, I like that too. That makes sense. It this whist- is, after all, Alaska. It whistles. It whistles through the branches of the trees. I don't know why. It whistles. I don't know why I did that. I'm sorry. It whistles through the branches of the trees and whips my hair around where it sticks out of the sleeping bag. Um, and I uh, slash. I never know if I should talk in third person or first person when I'm doing these descriptors. Um, but it's whatever. And I, Mariah, Mariah Harris. Um, <laughs> sort of unceremoniously toss, like, unzip and sort of toss the sleeping, like, you know, when you're in a sleeping bag and you unzip it and sort of is like you're tossing the blanket off of you. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I know exactly. So I was about to say toss the sleeping bag off, but I didn't want people to think I meant that she just ejected herself from it like a little <laughs> torpedo. Um, 
Yes. That would also be an incredible visual. It would but be yes, amazing, no. but that's not... She does not have the capability. Um, and, okay, uh, so you rouse yeah. yourself and yes. you come over to the fireplace. Yeah. Um, can you go ahead and do your visual roll for me? Yes, let me get my, D, my Ds. Let me get my dice roller. Let me get my Ds roller. Okay, so that's sharp, yeah? Yes. Okay, so I rolled an 8 plus my 2. That's a 10. Cool. You guys are rolling so well. Yeah! <clears throat> okay. Um, Siobhan, you're going off to sleep? Yeah, Siobhan is, is going to sleep. Cool, cool, cool. Bedtime. And Martha, the same for you? Yeah. Alrighty. Um, Addison, I'll leave this one up to you. Do you want Zoe awake for this hour or not? Zoe's seen like a lot of screen time, but yeah, it's up to I you. I don't need her awake. If you would like to let okay. her sleep somewhere, sure, she'll sleep then. And so, um, yeah, we'll leave Park Director Adam Kennedy and um and Hawk awake with you. My guy, the squad, <laughs> squad, squad, squad. I don't know. I'm just having a good time, but uh, okay, yeah. So is that everyone who's awake? Yeah, I guess it's just the three of you then. Okay. All right. So. Sitting around the fire. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, some real, real immersive visualization here. Um, so both of these two have been awake for several hours at this point. Um, and, you know, of course, I think these are both individuals who are probably used to not getting a whole lot of sleep. Um, and especially given the circumstances Adam definitely doesn't feel like he can go back to bed. Yeah, um, fair. Which, you know, understandable. But nevertheless, I think that this sleeplessness and tension is obviously affecting everybody, even if not in ways that they would want to, you know, visibly admit, mm -hmm. we'll say. For sure. Everyone's sort of feeling the effects of how we've been spending the last, what is it now, seven hours? Eight hours? <clears throat> this is the seventh hour. Okay. So it's not the, six hours up until yeah, now. It's yeah. not the eleventh hour. I don't know why. I <laughs> no, that arc's already been done. All right, <laughs> all right, Alex. <clears throat> okay, that was a cool, fun other podcast reference for all of you out there. TM TM TM. <laughs> so anyway, uh, I'd say probably a little bit of awkward silence passes for a while. You've got like the three people up that are the least likely to <laughs> instigate conversation. Yeah, not very conversant, these guys. No. I think that um, Adam, as something of a nervous habit, is sort of uh, messing with the fire, like readjusting mm -hmm. it, you know, moving logs around, keeping the flame going. Poking at of, it, yeah. Yeah, a bit restless, you know. Mm -hmm. um, Understandably. We'll say that Hawk is, like, whittling something. I don't know, some sort of, like, fidgety, nervous activity. That seems like something. Whittling seems right. I don't know. He seems Whittling like he feels whittles. right. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Is he wearing a flannel shirt and whittling? Definitely. Yeah. yeah that's, that feels right to me. <laughs> oh, good, good. I'm glad that we share the vision here. That always helps. I know he's your he's your character, but that feels right to me. Um, no, it's good. It's you know when has that stopped you before? <laughs> wow. <laughs> all right. Um, it's okay. I'm just gonna go to my grave salty that all of the most beloved characters in this town were like not my creation. No, that's not true at all. <laughs> Alex, anyway, um, Riley is your child. That's fair. Um, anyway, the, so this people is, love this is Riley. The okay, I know the people do love Riley as I have loved Riley. Um, okay, so maybe uh, after a little bit, I take like a little, uh, take like a little stick uh, from the ground and sort of poke at the fire as well. 
sort of um <laughs> that's at least something that i my like i addison would do so that's just what's happening I, fair yeah definitely like a uh like a little kind of i've been like a little weird kid who kind of like is very too little too into building like a campfires a uh, campfires mm-hmm. she's always uh building campfires and like um sort of prodding them and stoking the flames that's what it's called sure um, yeah doing all that um kind of you poke at an ember and like watch the sparks kind of fizzle mm-hmm, out definitely mm-hmm. it's a little meditative it's a great way to spend the night yeah i've i've definitely been there before so that's what i'm going to provide some sound effects uh oh good <laughs> please do no i can't i tried i was like i don't know how to do that <laughs> Crackle, 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 crackle. Crackle, crackle, crackle. Pop, crackle, pop, pop. Push, push, push. <laughs> stick, stick. Um, yeah, exactly. This is the fire. Oh, thank you. You know I can put fire sounds in the background, oh, right? Oh, then just do that. Okay. <laughs> um, I've put myself into a horrible corner right now because I'm like, I don't... <laughs> Something's gotta give, but none of these people are particularly talkative. I understand. Yeah, and it's okay if we have to, like... You know, I I appreciate definitely, like, acting and character and, like, the realistic decision-making of all this. But also, these are fairly unusual circumstances. That's fair. And I think that, you know, if there were a time that somebody were going to act out of character, like, being in the woods and not sleeping much and having a monster casing the joint is, like, a realistic set of circumstances for those differences to come into play. That's fair. That's true. Okay, so fidgeting with the fire, not making eye contact, but sort of wanting to break the silence slash say slash do something in this sort of weird, powerless moment. Um, Mm -hmm. Start speaking. Uh, So, uh, how, 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 how are you holding up? Uh, Is that directed at either of them in particular or just... Everyone. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, I think Adam laughs a little bit and says, Well, you know, it's not the least I've ever slept in a night, but I've had better. Right. Yeah. How are you doing over there? I'm not gonna lie, I'm a little freaked out. Yeah. Yeah, that's, you know, understandable. I'd probably be worried if you weren't. I guess I kind of thought I'd get used to this kind of thing. But, uh, do you ever really get used to it? Well, it takes a lot longer than six months, I'll tell you that. (laughs) That's fair. I guess, uh, I'm wondering how many times I have to almost die before it stops uh, having the same punch. I mean, how many times has it been... So far. Couple. Um, like three, maybe four. You're not bad for your limited tenure. You could have a future in the park service if that interests you. <laughs> kind of does, yeah. I um, I don't think I can give up the library anytime soon, but it's something to think about. I kind of thought um, taking over it would be, I always, 
I guess I always sort of looked at it like it would be like temporary. I don't feel like it's, I still don't feel like it's mine. I still feel like I'm just uh, keeping it, keeping it warm while I'm waiting for him to come back. At this comment, I think you notice Hawk Peters is not somebody with a lot of tells. Mm -hmm. He's not somebody who has an incredibly, uh, I guess not an incredibly visible body language or not one that is easily discernible. Mm -hmm. um, but at this comment, you notice he looks perhaps a bit more uncomfortable than usual. Um, and even if you don't notice, although I think that you would, I think that Mariah mm -hmm. is somebody who's used to reading these kinds of behaviors and symbols. And as a lifelong, you know, paranoiac, you're somebody who is always looking for reasons to suspect people. Yeah. And so you're definitely getting them right now. Um, but even if not, I think Adam's eyes flicker over to him and, and maybe, uh, you know, a raise of an eyebrow, just something he's... This is an unusual behavior. I think Hawk mm -hmm. maybe tenses up slightly. Um, maybe, we'll say he drops his knife. How about that? He's whittling oh. and um, his knife falls to the floor. And he um, very casually picks it up. But it's an unusual enough gesture, timed unusually enough that it's noticeable. Okay, so I'm definitely not going to leave that alone. Um, that was... Addison saying that. that not <laughs> okay, it sounded fair. like Mariah, but my voice is just tired because I sang loudly a lot um, last night. I um, understand. But uh, kind of pause what I'm doing, um, glance over at him, and ask, like, what's going on? Did something happen? Uh, tired hands. No, it's... He's, uh... This coordination isn't what it used to be. So I'd like to remind you, Alex, that I have the uh, suspicious mind. Uh, you absolutely do. Where if someone yes. lies to me, I know it. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Do you want to tell me the truth? Or do you want to just let that slide, knowing that I know that you're not being honest with me? You have a... Uh quite away with words, don't you? I mean, I spend a lot of time around books. <laughs> he, uh, he kind of chuckles at that. He's still not quite meeting your gaze, but he, um, he looks torn, I think. I think Adam looks between the two of you and says, um, I'm gonna go pick up what kindling I can from the, uh, the edge of the campsite. Fire's getting a little bit low. I'll be back in a minute. Okay, uh, keep your eyes and on the tree line. You got it. And he, uh, stands up, sort of stretches his arms and puts a hand on your shoulder as he walks past, sort of gives you a little look as if to confirm, like, are you okay? Mm -hmm. And then walks off, provided that, provided that you're not giving off any, like, major... You know, no police stay here vibes. No, yeah, I'm not. Okay. Then he uh, he walks over, it basically not outside of the campsite, but over toward the, the side of the campsite where more people are sleeping. 
and just sort of is trying to pick up like what kindling he can without really leaving this, you know, this sort of marked off area that you guys have made for yourselves. Right. Um, leaving you alone with Hawk. So, what's going on? Clearly something's wrong, so. How much do you know? I mean, really know about, about Phil. What does that mean? Uh, pretty much about as clear as I can say it, I think. You're, I mean, I, I work You're with... a brilliant individual, Mariah, and I know that you and I are not and have never been close, but that's easy to see. How much do you know about the man that left you that library? I mean, as much as you can know when you work that, that closely with someone for as long as I did. He didn't exactly like to share a lot about himself. He's a private person. I can respect that. So am I. Many people are. Yeah. He sort of, uh, sighs and folds up his knife and slips it into his pocket and looks up at the night sky for a second as if looking for the right words. He has the air about him of somebody who has a million things just behind the tip of his tongue and no idea how to start unspooling the thread that will pull all of them out. Hmm. Why don't you... Uh, I'd like to have you roll, like, a manipulate person, but I think in order for that to sort of happen and make narrative sense, there needs to be, like, a specific line of questioning that you're probing. Do you uh, have anything in mind? Well, I want to know... I just... I want to know what he's not telling me, but... I think the answer to that is is very clearly a lot. Yeah. Um, and I think in order for that to start happening and coming out, you're going to have to have, like, a, a hook. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so if you have one, or if you can think of one, at least, like, a starting point, um, then let's let's roll with that. Okay. So, um, how about... Do you know... Where he went. Okay, um, can you roll manipulate person for me? Yes, that is a roll for That's what? It's a plus charm It's roll. a plus charm. Oh gosh, yep. what is my charm? Modifier, I don't think it's good. Um, <laughs> I think it's zero, so let's see what I roll. Oh, good. Okay, what I was I rolled it? a two. A two? Literally half? Okay. Um... I rolled snake eyes, Alex. Yeah, no, I understand. Ooh. Okay. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I'm trying to think of a way to answer this that is, like, in character, but still narratively satisfying, but still meets the conditions of that role. I know, it's rough. I'm sorry uh, I've put you in this it's position. It's hard out here as a keeper. <laughs> I've put you in no, a bad okay. position. No, you've done nothing wrong. I... I love this. This is, like, why the dice are an element of this game, right? Yeah. Because um, they'll get you. Mm-hmm. Man, you guys can keep a hide behind it, bay all night, but you can't talk to people. <laughs> okay. Um. <clears throat> so you ask him, do you know where he went? Mm-hmm. And he says, 
The trouble here is I think he's probably realized he can't lie to you. <laughs> and like lying to you will not be useful because you'll just know anyway and then the conversation will go around in circles. So I want to like give you an answer that is yeah. worth sinking your teeth into. Thank you. Appreciate that. Um, and so what he says instead is, if I told you, what would you do? Uh, I don't know if I think that's relevant. I don't know what, I don't know. I just, like, how can I know what I would do with information when I don't even have an idea, even a little bit of a hint as to what that information is? Like, it's, there's a day, like, if I find out he went to Brazil, am I going to buy a plane ticket? Like, no, probably not, but... I mean, I don't know if I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just uh, finding out that someone might have the answer to the thing that has been at the heart of everything I've been wondering or everything that's been keeping me... I just, it's like I've been trying to solve something for a really long time and I just found out that somebody else knows the answer, you, and isn't going to tell it to me unless I tell you what you want to hear. And that doesn't feel fair. He, uh, he sort of smiles sadly at that. And nods and says, it's not. A great many of the situations that people put you in in your life never are. And I'm sorry. He, um, he sort of clasps his hands together and looks down at them for a moment. And then looks up into the fire and continues talking to you without meeting your eyes and says, Listen, I... There are a number of ways in which I should have tried to give you guidance or answers or comfort or I don't know assistance over the years and I have failed on a number of levels to do that or to even attempt to do that and I have my reasons although I'm not sure that a reason alone is enough to make something forgivable or right but you have made a remarkable life for yourself, Mariah, even without that help or without that guidance. And what you have right now, a, an incredible community of people who rally to your side and, and support you and help you in ways that many people who should have 
throughout the years never did. And I hope you don't still think that all you have is a legacy someone else left for you. And then he leans back and looks at you and considers for a second before he opens his mouth and asks you a question, which is, how well do you know Isabel Sanchez? What? I'm aware that you've met. She is a bookseller in town not too long ago. Uh, yeah. No, yeah, I, I know. I, I know her. Um, I've been to her, I've been to her store, uh, we've talked a little, exchanged some letters. Why? I think the two of you may have more in common than you realize. Now I'm, this is Addison narrating the internal state right now. Flashing back to the last piece of mail I received from Isabel. Mm hmm And how troubling that was. Yeah, for sure. A few pieces are coming together a little bit. I would also, out of character, like to remind you of um, the conversation that you had with um, Adam Kennedy in the diner before you guys set off on this latest escapade where you were looking for connections between the symbol that Isabel left you mm -hmm. and anyone else in town who may, you know, share some connection with that. And, and of course, the person that it led you to was Hawk. Yeah. I'm going to turn that back around on you for a second. Uh, okay. And say, this is not, this is Mariah. This is not Addison. Wait. How well do you know, know Isabel? He, uh, he shrugs and says, probably not as well as I should. She, um, she came to me for assistance years ago, and I'm afraid I let her down. What happened? He, um, pulls the knife back out of his pocket and he picks up the piece of wood that he was carving into and he hastily sketches out a symbol that you of course immediately recognize yeah um and he hands it to you and he says perhaps infuriatingly because this is a question that you've gotten on several occasions by now but he says do you know anything about this symbol. I know that I've seen it. I know that it keeps popping up and no one can tell me exactly what it means. Any hunches? <laughs> I know it has something to do with you. I know it has something to do with Isabel. And with Phil. What? He looks, um, again, very torn, as if he wants to speak plainly to you, but for whatever reason can't. 
and says, um, there are years of information that would have to be recounted for all of this to make the kind of sense that you need it to make. But all I can tell you is that it it doesn't just connect the three of us. It connects hundreds, maybe thousands of other people worldwide throughout history. People in every corner of the globe, but in certain places more than others. What does that mean? Okay, so there have been other moments throughout this sort of like this journey with Mariah that um, that I've really, really loved where we've sort of like worked through it together as Alex and Addison and you've come to some really, really satisfying conclusions on your yes. own that I think represent the kind of conclusions that Mariah would come to. Um, and I think that's going to be more narratively satisfying in this moment than somebody else giving you an answer. So okay. if you don't mind, that's what I'd like to do. Okay. So you've seen this symbol before, right? Yes. You like have a clear visual in your mind of what it looks like. Yes. It's sort of a, it's sort of a vertical oval that pinched at the top and bottom with a circle in the center of it and three pronged lines reaching out from the middle of those. A long time ago, you did an investigation on it and found that the circle in the middle with the three pronged lines is a symbol known as the World Triad. Do you know anything else about the World Triad? I do not. Okay. Um, this is information that I think Mariah would have or would come to since then. Okay. So basically, like any triadic sort of symbol, you know, it's something that pops up again and again and again and again and again throughout all sorts of mm -hmm. cultures and all sorts of, like, symbology. Uh, the whole concept of threeness obviously has a lot to do with, like, sacred mythology in a lot of various places or, like, body, mind, spirit, past, present, future, that kind of idea of totality, right? Yeah. It, um, the world triad specifically was originally, like, um, an Eastern symbol, but was adopted later in history as, like, an emblem denoting, uh, like, the nature of fate and reality and cosmic creativity and like cycles of time. So it's this very cyclical symbol, but also has to do with like sort of a global interdependent, like interdependence and interconnectedness. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. So given what you know about that symbol and what Hawk has just told you about this symbol having meaning and significance and connection between like, people in all these different locations across the globe. Is there anything that you're putting together from that? I mean, I feel a little bit like, I feel like I'm missing something. Like me, uh, It's totally okay. okay. You might be, yeah. Um, basically, I think what you need to be getting from this at this point is mm -hmm. the idea of some kind of network. Oh, yeah. Well, yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Right. Some kind of like organization okay or yes structure yes or, absolutely yeah. i thought there were, okay that makes sense no I no no thought... that's okay i just want to make sure that we're like on all of these steps like even on the most basic level so like you're gathering this as some sort of like web of connections right yes most likely like a secret society oh yeah vfd okay no. great yes wonderful and so like what would mariah's thought process be on finding out that there is a secret society spread across all corners of the globe 
Well, I mean, first of all, not that surprised. Um, right, clearly. Uh, definitely would start factoring in, like, clearly this is clearly members or people connected to it. Obviously, you've got Hawk. Obviously, you've got Isabel. Obviously, mm-hmm. Phil is involved or has been involved or was involved. Um, I would assume something to do with that is why he's gone. Okay. Not sure what. Um, I would assume it has something to do with the paranormal. Considering Isabel knows about it, Hawk is obviously well-versed in it. Um, but I'm just, sorry, I'm just thinking, um, I... Is there anything else visually that you think this symbol looks like? Let me look at it again. I mean, it looks like an eye. Like a sideways okay, eye. Great. Yeah, that's like a totally valid interpretation to be taking away from this. Okay. I feel like I keep feeling like I'm missing something. No, it's okay. Like I'm we're sort of working through this in like the most obvious steps right now. Because I think there are a lot of assumptions that you've just sort of made and you think you need to be looking for the next thing. And I'm sort of at this place where I'm like, I don't know if she's ever made these connections because they haven't happened out loud, so I need to make sure oh, yes, that like of course. we're following along in the most basic steps. So Worldwide organization, secret society, et cetera, et cetera. People connected to like hubs of information seem to be yes, like bookstores, sort of libraries in these. Um, and then you have this symbol that like kind of looks like an eye with like the world triad in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. Is there any immediate thought that like Addison or Mariah has with all of these facts on the table at the same time? I mean... And like, don't think too hard about this. Oh, well, uh, too late. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like a bad player. I don't, uh, um, yeah. Okay. I mean, obviously I'm now a part of whatever's going on, but that's not. Right. Um, what am I missing? Okay. It's okay. It's not that you're missing anything. Okay. And it's totally fine if we don't like have any more connections to make right now. Like, if this is as far as we're getting at the moment, that's totally fine. You're not, like, behind on okay, anything. Okay, I think this that This is a lot be. of information being revealed at once. Yeah, I think that might be where we're at. Okay. Then I think um, you, Mariah, are looking down at this symbol and sort of, like, puzzling over it and turning it over in your hands and, and looking at it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that'll do it. So you're sitting here turning this thing over in your hands and, and turning this over in your mind and looking at all the information that you've just taken in, you know, on as little sleep as you've had in the middle of these circumstances. And um, Adam comes back over to the fire with with a handful of, you know, sticks and kindling, nothing huge, but tosses it onto the fire um, and it sort of leaps up momentarily before settling back down. And he says, um, should be daybreak in about another hour. Uh, you guys doing okay? I... I don't know how much longer I can stay awake, but yeah, I'm I'm doing all right. All right, and we'll call that the end of hour seven. Okay. Hour eight. Are we ready? Yeah. Indeed, we. Oh, I think we are. Who who wishes to be a, um, awake for hour eight, the final hour of my my diabolical game? Hmm. So how about all of us? There's a lot of conflicting Not a bad idea. I have. Um, one, I don't know if Martha would be awake. Two, there's like construction going on upstairs almost. 
well, don't let that influence your decision. We'll, we'll figure it out. Like, I will do as much noise editing as I need to do. Like, if you want to be a part of this story, be a part of this story. Okay. Um. Do you want to be a part of this story? <laughs> no, I'm done. Goodbye. <laughs> okay, bye. We'll miss you. <laughs> bye, Tim. I guess Martha's dead. <laughs> Thanks for appearing on this episode. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> um, we'll miss you. So Tim's I mean, been written off the show. That, no. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm no longer a part of any of it ever. I've retired officially. Um, That's rough, buddy. No, it's great. Now I get to go on vacation. You're finally free. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you have your Sundays this has been back. Such a burden. <laughs> what a drag. Yeah, it's mean. Um. I hate friends. <laughs> How mean. Um, but yeah. Okay, but do you so, want to be awake this hour or not? <laughs> honestly, like, I think Martha probably couldn't have gotten to sleep. Okay. Um, and then I don't know if she would sit up and want to be around the campfire or not. I don't know. Um, okay, you know what? That's an interesting point. I like the idea of having everybody awake this hour. That is interesting to me. And, like, I think it feels fitting for this last hour, both, like, from a narrative standpoint and from the idea of being, like, I want you guys to have, like, all of the basically, like, options available to you for conversation in this last hour. Um, but I also kind of like the idea that that doesn't have to mean that you're all sitting around the campfire. Like... It can be maybe that, like, everybody's awake, but not everybody is, like, feeling like talking to everybody else, right? So maybe some of you are seated around the campfire. Maybe some of you are over, like, on your sleeping bags, just sort of, like, awake, but, you know, doing whatever or, like, having small side conversations on your own. Like, that's fine with me if that's how you guys want to play it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I've just done a whole bunch of stuff for... Yeah, for sure. <laughs> my stuff. <laughs> so... How about this? I'll go ahead and say everyone's awake. And if you guys want to tell me like where you want to be or whom you want to be like tangential to, we can work that out. Okay. Um, Martha is going to be at her sleeping bag, probably just sitting up with it over her, uh, okay. her legs and whoever's there. Sure. But I don't think she's actively reaching out to anyone. Fair enough. Yep. Uh, can you go ahead and do your vigil roll for me? Yeah. Um, that is a nine. Nine? Yeah. Cool. Okay, Mariah, what's your what's your sitch? Um, like what am I gonna do? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna stay up. Okay. I'm gonna probably not gonna drink. I'll I'll do a vigil roll. Let me... Oh, nice. All right, rolled a nine plus my sharp. That's an 11. 11, all right, great. I wish I could have rolled that well when I was talking to Hawk earlier, but all right. <laughs> eh, these things happen. All right, Um, is there anyone that you're sort of going to be looking for at this point to talk to, or... Me? Um, are you going to stay seated by the fire? I'm going to stay gonna by gonna the fire, good? probably. Okay, gotcha. And Siobhan, what are you up to? I think Siobhan is just, like, really exhausted at this point, so she's probably a bit grumpy. Doesn't <laughs> necessarily want to talk to too many people. Okay, totally. Can you go ahead and roll vigil for me? Oh, sure. 
That is a nine. Okay, so we have two mixed successes and a complete success. Cool. Okay. And uh, I will say that everyone is sort of blearily roused at this point. Um, it is not yet daybreak, although maybe some of the first signs of light have started to creep just over the horizon. Um, it's kind of that, like, grayish atmosphere that you get before the sun comes up, but when you know it's coming. So it's still nighttime. Um, like, the sun isn't actively anywhere. There's not yet, like, pink streaking through the sky or anything. But if you've ever been up at, like, 4 or 5 a.m. in the winter, and it's, like, on the verge of being on the verge of sunrise. <laughs> um, everyone's a little bit, you know, kind of bleary. Everyone is either just waking up or having been awake for far too long at this point. Um, but I think everyone's sort of milling around the campsite, maybe a little bit restless, obviously. Um, but that's the, that's the emotional climate right now. That's the energy. And go. <laughs> Uh, did anything happen in the last the last hour? <laughs> anything interesting go down in the last, I don't know, 59 minutes? <laughs> <laughs> Whomst are you talking to, Siobhan? Just like generally, kind of like addressing the bench that I'm about to sit on. Oh, okay, fair. Yeah, just like whoever is wants to answer. Nothing? Okay. <laughs> I guess no news is good news. Adam is, I think, at this point, grabbing, like, a small camp kettle to put on top of the fire and says, well, any coffee is good coffee, so that's kind of where I'm at. I kind of do, like, the finger guns at Adam, like, <laughs> yeah. I like how everyone does finger guns in this game. It was the 90s. That was a thing, right? <laughs> we'll pretend that's timely. Yeah. Okay, um... Mariah, I think Zoe comes over and sits down next to you. Okay. And sort of, like, leans her head on your shoulder and yawns. It's like, mm, hey, dude. Hey. How you doing? I'm okay. How are you? Uh, you know, I'm all right. I'm not as good at sleeping on rocks as I remember being. Yeah, right? <laughs> when did we get old, man? <laughs> I, I ask myself that question every day. <laughs> If you two are old, what does that make me? Says Siobhan. Um, I don't know, like, some kind of forest witch grandma cop. Siobhan takes out a notepad and just writes that all down. Forest witch grandma <laughs> cop. Oh, you can quote me on that. <laughs> So, any, uh, anyone seen any signs of this thing? Well, I was just asleep, so, no. That's fair, sorry. Uh, it seems to have been pretty quiet, I haven't noticed it. Yeah. I don't Do love, think... honestly. Yeah, it's making me nervous. left? No. Could it maybe just leave us? I doubt it. Uh, that might be wishful thinking. Not gonna, you know, not gonna jinx it, but. Yeah, I, uh, I doubt it. <laughs> Although, thankfully, it doesn't seem like we have too much night left, so. 
It's true. Um, okay, well, I think that uh, Adam finishes heating up the coffee and pours himself a mug and sort of gestures to offer it to anybody else who who needs some of the sweet life-giving potion. <laughs> I'll take some. Uh, Siobhan definitely will need some. For sure getting in on that. It is like bad coffee, objectively. It's camp it, coffee, so it it's... It does not matter. It's not good. It doesn't matter, exactly, which is the point of camp coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think he also pours a mug and uh, takes it over to Martha. Oh. And offers it to you. And says, uh, hey, how you, how you doing over here? You know, uh, tired. Couldn't really get to sleep, but... Thank you, thank you. The the coffee will help a lot, yeah. Yeah, it, it it's something, you know. You uh, you holding up all right? Yeah, I'll be fine. Um, just a lot to think about, a lot to take in. Hasn't really, you know, resurfaced in a long time. So. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Listen, I, uh, what you, uh, what you said earlier about, you know, feeling like you're not good for the, the people that you care about, I, um, I get that. But, um, I, I just want you to know that I think I've really only seen you be be good news for a lot of these people over here and i uh i think you should remember that i'll try to they're good people good talk yeah <laughs> mm. and i think with that i might even follow him back over to the fire okay cool yeah, I think that's definitely the extent of the uh, the heartwarming conversation that he has to offer, but... It's pretty good. <laughs> so what else do you guys have going on? Just sitting with my friend. <laughs> Having coffee. Aww. Gotta love friends. And I coffee. do. <laughs> Gotta love coffee is among my best friends. <laughs> I love them both. Both your friends? Coffee and friends. Ah. Coffee friends. This coffee tastes like hot dirt. It's bean juice. <laughs> hot, dirty bean juice. <laughs> How do you know? Have you ever drank hot dirt? Look, sometimes you do what you have to do. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> No. <laughs> and Siobhan just like gives a thousand yard stare. Like those are the uh -huh. eyes that have seen things. She's, she stares into her <laughs> cup of coffee. She's been through it. Uh, holy cow. I don't know why that's so funny to me. Yeah. Once I was out in, you know, around the capital, around DC. And rumor was there was a, a snallygaster out there. And we were out on a stakeout and you know the coffee ran out and some genius recommended that 
we tried boiling dirt. <laughs> seeing what happened, if maybe we could pretend it was coffee. <laughs> the thing is, we were only out there for like a day or two. <laughs> we just didn't bring enough coffee. Oh no. That's like oh. the saddest story I've heard all night. <laughs> Wait, you were like, you were near a major city. Why didn't you just... Have you ever dealt with DC traffic? No, no, that's fair, dude. I mean, I've heard tale. Well, anyway, that's... That's that story. You know, that's almost scarier than the hide behind. That's why you always need to pack enough coffee. Be prepared. Yeah, you always need enough coffee. I guess the catchphrase could be bean prepared. Siobhan gets up and walks away. (laughs) (laughs) Siobhan walks out directly into the forest. Directly to the hide behind. Like she would rather die than Arms spread wide open. (laughs) Embrace me. (laughs) Oh, man. She's ready to go. No. Um, <laughs> if this is if this is her time. <laughs> it makes sense. No. I died the way I lived, rejecting a horrible pun. Yep, yep. <laughs> so that's the best way to go out. Uh, no, she doesn't do that, though. Okay, just, I mean, I just didn't think joke. so. <laughs> just... <laughs> just a little goof. We like to have fun here. We do, we do. Anybody else have any wild camping stories i'm not really much of a camper i mean i don't think many of my wild stories really involve camping yeah i was gonna say (laughs) well what about one of your uh, non-camping wild stories (laughs) um okay so before i go down that road are you actually a cop or is that just like a thing i made up (laughs) no parks department can't make arrests right no we don't we don't not not even in the park Right? Like, just so I, no. you have to tell me if you can. Otherwise, it's entrapment. <laughs> no, no, I don't think so, no. Okay. <laughs> uh, shoot. Also, meanwhile, I'm keeping my eyes on the tree line. Just letting Alex okay, know. Okay, that's as a good keeper. idea. Yep. Keeping an eye out. Didn't want you to think I wasn't keeping an eye out. <laughs> well, yeah, it's my hide behind trip. Alex, please. You guys have rolled like. Yep. <laughs> You guys have kind of done kind of the opposite of what I was hoping, for. like not hoping for, but you... what I was anticipating. When I structured this game, which is like, you rolled kind of poorly in the first few hours, and then like rolled really, really well in like the last few hours. And I was like, yeah, time to ratchet up the tension, and then like nothing. Yeah, <laughs> take that. <laughs> Foiled again. Eat my dice. Ugh. Eat my dice dust. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's not anything. I grind the dice into dust. And That'd then I snort it and I you. get powers for playing games. Oh, I see. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm don't all... do this at home, children. Is yeah, that please how don't it do works? that. It doesn't. Don't do that. No, I'm going to try it later. I'm <laughs> no, not going to try. I'm no. not going to try it later. No. You better not. No. I still have some Tide Pods, though. The forbidden snacks. (laughs) Hey, they're not crunchy. They are soft. That's true. So we can use those on air. Yeah. Let's maybe also not do that. No, yeah, that's a very bad idea. So what's the story? Oh, Zoe's story? Yeah, Yeah, what's Zoe's story? (sighs) 
cool of you guys to make me come up with stories for my game. Oh, uh, yeah. What are you, some kind I of storyteller? Story. <laughs> yeah, what do you take me for? Um, alright, let me... Uh, shoot. What's... The, is there, like, a, like, wild party story generator on the internet? I don't know, let's check. I'll tell you I'm Googling it right now. I sure am, too. No. Oh, boy. Oh, darn it. Here's a list of 14 funny bachelorette party stories from Cosmo. <laughs> I don't think I want that. There's a musical called a The Wild, Wild Party. A Wild town name generator? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, what if I just read the plot of The Wild Party? <laughs> oh, it gets really dark. I, would, I don't know. Yeah, no, it does. Yeah. I'm aware. I'm not going to do that. Um, okay. Did I ever tell you guys about the time I spray painted a polar bear? You what? What? Wait, dude, you didn't even tell me about this. Yeah, well, I mean, it was kind of the polar bear's fault. <laughs> did it just run in the way of your spray paint? What did it do? I mean, by a certain definition. Well, what happened? Okay, so, like, it wasn't strictly advisable, but I guess I may or may not have been making a point on somebody's pickup truck outside of town and it just so happens that it was polar bear season i guess and it turns out that when you are inebriated to a certain point certain things seem like good ideas that are not good ideas and certain things seem like pickup trucks that are not pickup trucks and um long story short i'm glad i know how to hotwire a car <laughs> yeah, me too. Wow, yikes. Yeah, I don't know how I would confuse a polar bear with a pickup truck. Look, you never think it's going to happen until it happens to you. <laughs> oh. I wish I could arrest you. <laughs> Whoa. Then some fighting words. That's such a such a criminal crime. <laughs> I mean, it was several. Credit where credit is due. Yeah. Come on. But, like, nobody got hurt, and I'm better at parking than that guy was anyway, so the truck was in a better place than it started. Well, I guess. Okay. Anyone else getting really nervous that we haven't heard anything from this thing in a while? Yeah, I mean, now that you mention it, mm. it kind of is weird. Yeah, I, I guess. <laughs> it is a little weird. guess it's pretty weird. <laughs> when it's been several hours. Just gives me a bad feeling. I really like that at this point you guys are like so over conversing that you have decided it's better to try to lead into a hide behind attack. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just You're like, well I don't want to talk to anybody else, so I better just invite death. Well I mean no, I just I <laughs> I went through it earlier. I had like a whole big thing. I like almost cried like a couple times. It was a lot. <laughs> no, it's okay. I'm just very invested in this character. The thing is, like, you know a lot about Siobhan already. I don't know what else there is. <laughs> Better reveal some ding-dang secrets, huh? Well, it doesn't even have to be, like, you revealing secrets. Like, what other things are going on in the world of Revenant that, like, you want other perspectives on? Or, like, what other things oh are my you god. looking Billy's to running explore? for mayor. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, Billy might run for mayor, I guess. Wait, what? Mariah didn't know about that. Okay. Wait, you did? Yes, she did. Oh, Siobhan did. told you. Just kidding, I forgot. 
Wait, oh, sorry, I forgot about this. That's so wild. I'm um, sorry, what? Somebody catch me up to speed on this? Yeah, um... So, yeah, so, you know, the old mayor is out in bad news, so we need a new one, and we thought, well, um, Billy might want it, or be good at it, or both. So we thought maybe, uh... Yeah, maybe he should do it. Shit. Yeah, that's like... That's one heck of a pull. I mean, he's just... He lives in town, so it's not like, you know, he was far away. Well, yeah, no, I don't mean like... Um, no, I just meant like, wow, I wouldn't have... I wouldn't have pegged him for a politician. No, but that's, I think, why he would be good at it. He's a citizen looking out for yeah, dog. his fellow citizens, yeah. Yeah. I mean, ideally, we can be a self-governing body and not have, like, a, one particular person in power or whatever, but I respect Billy and I like him a lot. And he has and everyone's think, best interests in mind, so... And I think he'd definitely be a better fit than the last guy. Well, yeah, seriously, no two ways about that. So, um, I don't know, do, do you guys think you'd be, be good at it? I think so, yeah. I mean, yeah, I've already weighed in on this. I think it would be great. I mean, yeah, yeah, I know, I know you have, but, like, the three of us know. I'm not sure anyone else's opinion if, if they think it's a good idea. So, like, Zoe, what, what, do, you, what do you think? I mean, hell yeah, dude, like... I can't really think of anybody I'd rather have in charge. You know, if there's got to be a guy, he's the guy. And that's kind of what, what we thought. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think Hawk sort of looks up from what he's doing and, like, raises an eyebrow and says, Well, I mean, I'll be honest, I'm not entirely sure what the office of mayor of Revenant even entails, but I have no doubt he's more than suited to it. Well, let's hope so. I don't even know, like, who else is running? I don't know. I'm not involved in local politics. I don't know that anybody's honestly even really thought about it. You know, there's kind of been, like, a ton of stuff going on. Yeah. Yeah, fair. What do you all think is wherever we're going? You know, like, after the sun comes up, we're going to keep heading towards this location in the park. What do you all think is there? I don't know. I know I want to find out. Well, I would hope so. That's why we're on this trip. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I think, <clears throat> as you talk about that, uh, Adam is sort of, uh, he's like, I think he's been sort of pacing. Um, he's basically trying to keep himself, you know, awake and up at this point. He hasn't really been sitting down, um, but he's sort of looking down into his coffee cup and looks, uh, troubled for a moment and then says, um, listen, I, um, I really appreciate every single one of you being a part of this and, uh, and, and stepping up and, and coming out here, but I 
I can't ask you guys to go further than this. I mean, not given what's happened out here tonight. So what, we just turn around and go back? If that's safer than going forward, then yes. How much have you slept tonight? How much did we hike yesterday? And how much more do we have to do today? Enough to get where we're going? Because turning back isn't really an option for me. I mean, come on, Adam. You know that I can't just leave this. I know. I know. But... Is there... Are you afraid of something? I'm... I'm afraid of... Any of you getting hurt on my watch. That's not exactly I what I that... meant, though. Are you afraid of something about where we're going? I have no idea what's out there. And I know that even on full rest and the best possible circumstances, we're looking at a dangerous set of unknowns. Well, I'm going and I'll take whatever gets thrown at me and then come back alive, so I don't plan on dying yet. <laughs> that's very encouraging. Thank you. You're welcome. I think that's his point, though. Like, no one plans on, on dying, right? Like, at least not doing whatever it is we're going to be doing. Mm -hmm. But I think the point is we're we're all set on staying and seeing this out. You know, seeing this through to the end. We all agreed to come out here knowing full well that it would be dangerous. At this point, I think it would be more dangerous to try and head back because we'd maybe get caught out in the woods at night again and then you would be out here alone. And Look, you know, if you didn't come back, then more people would just come looking for you. Mm -hmm. It's honestly safer if, for all of us involved, everyone here, if we just stay together. Yeah, I agree. Alright. I just... I know that there's a fine, fine line between willpower and stupidity. And I'm willing to walk it on my own, but I don't want to drag anybody else into something they won't walk away from. I think the point is, you're not dragging us. Exactly. I'm coming out here because I want to know m more about this place and what's happening. I'm not asking, or I'm not coming out here because you asked me to. Yeah, if anything, we asked you to. I think that's literally not true, but I appreciate the sentiment. Is it not, though? <laughs> uh... Roll manipulate person. <laughs> Plus charm or tough? Plus, oh, well, whichever one. That's your choice, buddy. Is it not, though? <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Gonna intimidate him. You arm wrestle to assert dominance. Well, if it's a uh, if it's a charm, then it's seven. If it's tough, then it's ten. Nice. <laughs> so. Oh, so you are gonna intimidate. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, alright, alright, I get the point. Thank you. <laughs> Duly noted. Can I look over and see what Hawk has been working on? Just whittling? Uh, yeah, sure. 
yeah, he's uh, he's been whittling. I think he's at this point. Um, so he was working with like a, a wooden block, probably. Um, it's hard to come up with dimensions on the fly. A few inches in each direction, longer than it is wide. Um, sort of a rectangular prism kind of deal. And on one side had sort of lightly scratched the design that he showed to um, Mariah a bit ago, but that side has since been carved away. So it's no longer out in the open. It's no longer revealed. Man, this is one of those moments where like a really good storyteller would reveal something about the character. And I'm <laughs> probably not going to do that. <laughs> um... Why is it that, like, when you have a moment like this where something plays right into your hands, all you can think of are, like, the dumbest things? Like, yeah. oh, he's carving a train. Like, what does that mean? Um, <laughs> no, this is where you say whatever dumb thing, and then later you make it make sense. And then later right, yeah. I make up, yeah, he's significance He's making a train because he wants to get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> he's making a train because he's actually hundreds of years old and used to be a pioneer on the railroad. Um, okay. <clears throat> Sure, he's carving a dumb train. <laughs> sure, why not? Does the train look dumb? Why not? Or is it's it fine. Good? It's a train. It's not a great train. He's kind of distracted. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> also, well, it's hard to tell, right? Like he hasn't been carving that long, so it's not much of a train yet. It's like the rough, the rough sort of outline of a train. It's barely recognizable as a steam engine at this point. Oh, so so right now, it does look like kind of a dumb train. So he's carving a train. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Wild. What does it mean? What does it mean? Mm, only time will tell. <laughs> only time and a lot of retconning will tell. <laughs> You're right. So what are you making there? Well, it's just a dumb uh, well, train. Right now, it's kind of a dumb train. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Hawk, is there any sort of hidden meaning or significance behind that train you're making? It's weird that you would read that far into it. No, it's just it's a train. I. You just sort of... You know, have to start going, and then the shape inside the wood reveals itself to you. Some blocks of wood are meant to be trains. Oh, that's nice. You could say that the grains became trains. Siobhan walks away again. <laughs> <laughs> You're going so to kill done. Siobhan. <laughs> You're going to get her killed. I'm so sorry. I need to cut back on these terrible jokes. These terrible dad jokes that Martha's making. It's because of little Jeffrey. Maybe a dad. Well, it sure seems like this hour is going really slowly. <laughs> <laughs> it sure won't once I uh, edit out all these awkward silences in post. Yeah, fair <laughs> okay, <enough>. fair. <laughs> um, okay, so I'm actually like going to leave this a little bit up to you guys, because I think this is a... And this will probably be cut out of post, but this is a conversation that I want to have with you guys as players. Uh-huh. Um... I, by all the rules of, like, the hide-behind game that I have set up for you guys and established, like, there's no reason why you shouldn't have, like, an easy time just getting through this hour and wrapping it up because you all, like, rolled well and it's the last hour and you should be done. Um, but I also don't want to, like, leave you guys in a position where you're like, well, heck, we played this whole hide-behind game and, like, didn't really have that much to do with the hide-behind. Nobody um, even died. I know, <laughs> Andrew. Right? None murders or injuries or anything. Um, so I don't want to, like, cheat you guys out and be like, well, hide-behind attack because, like, you, you know, beat the game. But, right. like, if it would be more interesting and satisfying for you guys to have this, like, last-minute encounter, like, 
will do that. And that's totally fine and justifiable. I just don't want to, like, what do you guys want to do? Would you rather, like, wrap up this hour, like, having ended the hour and, like, looking out at the sunrise and being ready to move on to the next thing? Or do you want, like, sort of one last interesting encounter and then resolve it next time? I would maybe, like, one last interesting encounter and then resolve it, but I'm not going to just speak for... I would totally. like an interesting encounter if there's a way that we can justify it. Exactly. Totally. Yeah. Right? Because we did roll very well. You did. But also I did say I would sort of be like, the stakes would be higher as you guys went on. And two of you got mixed successes. Right. So right. Two, two thirds of you did not get a total success. I think we can justify it. And it's certainly like, I wouldn't do anything lethal. Um, but like, it's up to you guys how you want to play this. Do you want to have sort of like a cliffhanger going into a resolution next time? Or do you want to just like wrap this up now and like be done with this like hide behind sequence? I think well, it... since Addison only has a few minutes, I'd be down with like a cliffhanger. Yeah, if, okay. yeah that's I'd be down with that okay. too. Okay. Yeah, no, that's, that's totally fine. Okay. I just have to think of how to weave this seamlessly into the fiction. It leaps out from behind a tree and grabs one of us and disembowels them. Jesus. That's that's maybe a bit more than what I'm looking for. <laughs> Absolutely not. Just tears away at their stomach flesh. Hey, Tim. Hey, Andrew. Hey, Tim. Yeah. Stop that. Are you okay? Yeah, no, I'm great. Yeah. Feeling Seems like good. maybe he's not. Hey, Tim. Maybe you're not. Though. I would hey. like you to perform a stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Please do a stop it at your earliest convenience. Thanks. <laughs> well, too bad for you guys. It's not convenient for me to stop it right now. Perform a stop that. Yeah, no, I'm going to stop okay. that immediately. <laughs> cool. So that's what we'll do then. We'll like go for a, a cliffhanger. Nice. Okay. So then jumping back into the fiction. So you guys are all... Uh, what was the last thing we were talking about? Were you talking about how nervous you are that you haven't seen the hide behind? We were behind? talking about dumb trains. You were talking about dumb trains, right? Yeah, that's and fair. And Siobhan walked off into the woods. So there's, uh, there's your hook. I don't think hook. that actually happened. There's your no, hook. that didn't actually happen. Aww. I mean, if that would make it easier for you, Alex. No, right? no, that, we don't need to do that. Um, Martha walks off into the woods. <laughs> no, I'm not uh, going to do no, that. I'm that's not that's do unnecessary. That. Um, okay, so we're <laughs> all talk of dumb trains aside and Siobhan not actually walking into the woods. Um, I do think, though, that the... Um, the rays of sunlight are beginning to creep just a little bit further over the horizon. Adam looks over toward where the, the sunrise is beginning to happen and um, checks his watch and uh, I think walks over to like grab something from his backpack. Mm -hmm. um, you know, at the edge of camp where all of the, the backpacks and things are. And just basically goes to start packing up a few of his things, you know, slips his flashlight back into his bag and pulls out his compass uh, to begin sort of mapping out the trail and where you guys need to go next. And uh, turns back to you guys and says, well, all right, there's enough natural light. I think we can sort of start plotting our course for the morning. And, and the rest of his sentence is cut off because... Uh -uh. As he turns back to you guys and his back is to the tree line, you suddenly see, perhaps quicker than your eye can perceive, a shadowy limb or form of some sort 
shoot out from behind the tree line. And Adam's arm is wrenched backward at an unnatural angle as he falls to his knees. Oh my god! 